Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. How are you going? Today, we have a super special topic. We're so excited to talk to you about for a number of reasons. (laughs) Shall we tell them what we're going to be talking about, Sarah? Yeah, I think it's important. Um, And it's a a funny one, isn't it? Because it's almost the uh, people... I don't know about you, but sometimes I get tarred with this brush and I'd, I'd like to challenge that today. <laughs> so, so we're talking about toxic positivity, where basically, mm. <laughs> um, I, 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 and I like to come at this from Winnie the Pooh's perspective. If you've ever read any of the Winnie the Pooh stories, you know the character Eeyore, who's this mm-hmm. dour donkey who's very miserable and everything is bad. And as soon as Eeyore comes along, everybody goes, oh, well, <laughs> think of the complete opposite, which might be Tigger. And it's bounce, 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 when I first started in in the happiness world and speaking about this, um, I constantly got people, I guess, um, rightly challenging. Mm. Yeah, but people can't be happy all the time, or you know, but nobody's nobody feels like that all the time. That this is, you know, we can't lie about how we're feeling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, to which, in my mind, as I started out, I was going that's not what we're talking about. And, and then as I started to see mm-hmm. uh, people in leadership, people speaking, you know, listening, all those kinds of things. I don't know about you, Jenny, but I saw people understanding that positive leadership or creating happiness is important. Mm-hmm. So they would say the words mm-hmm. or play the part Um or do things like give, I would call it like feedback that's dripping in honey, you know, <laughs> to go back to our Winnie the Pooh. But do you know that sickly, sticky, and you're going, that's not what we're talking about here. This is not positive psychology. This is not positive leadership. And this is definitely not happiness in the workplace. <laughs> so it, what, what would you say toxic positivity is? Well, I think it comes in various shapes and forms. The the insidious form that I really dislike intensely are some mm. of the, the wellness celebrities. Ooh. I probably should not mention them by name, but they've got very strange brand <laughs> names, which in themselves <laughs> makes me think, and that's meant to be associated with wellness and happiness. Anyway. But that that's mm-hmm. not the point. The point there is that you've got these people who are known 
for whatever they're known for, selling lots of wellness products, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's crystals or various potions and supplements and things, which are all designed, of course, to make you happy uh, because you're going to look sensational and be terribly slim and all the rest. And it's a bit like the the, um, personal trainer who turns up whose BMI is about, you know, the size of a pencil (laughs) (laughs) and makes you feel guilty just by being there. Um, I think Mm -hmm. these type of wellness um, setups is that they make us feel bad. And it's all like, well, of course you can do this. And of course you can. You've just got to work a bit harder and try a bit more. You know, we're human and it's nothing, you know, they're trying to get us to be clones of them. And I don't think that's the right message to be sharing at all. So for me, that's one form of toxic positivity. What what, what have you been seeing, Sarah? I I love that. And that's kind of just in our like general world that we're coming across. And yeah, yeah, I like that. So I guess there are two parts. One is kind of similar to what you've seen. And another is, um, is it, it's probably the same, but it feels more subversive and almost more worrisome. So you have, you know, people with that um, fake it till you make it, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole ideal of, um, well, if you're not happy, just pretend you are and then you'll get happier, that kind of stuff, uh, which obviously we know in the positive psychology, that's not the case. We've talked loads about emotions and having all sorts of emotions and that being important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get what ha- what tends to happen is if you get people who are happy, clappy, always happy, always positive without the acknowledgement that bad things are happening, right? So there's a difference between um, knowing that things are bad and choosing to focus on the positive um, and just, I guess, not being allowed to say things are bad, not being allowed to say, actually, this is a really tough time, you know, we are going through a global pandemic or there is a war in the Ukraine or... You're surrounded by forest fires. You know, the global climate crisis is terrible and that has an impact. And, you know, instead of going, okay, these are, what is it? These are, there's no problems. There's only opportunities. (laughs) Um, And that quashes people and it makes them start to feel guilty or like you just described, like there's something wrong with them. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're made seeing, to feel, feeling, yeah. yeah. We're made to yeah. feel shamed because we're yes. not in that sphere, and mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. as a leader, it's it's really important that you you reveal the truth. If you're trying to sort of make out that everything's hunky dory in your organisation, or if mm-hmm. you're the, a leader of a team or something, and you're making out that everything's fine, everything's fine. When everybody on the team and in the organization knows it's not, well, yes. they know that you're not sharing the truth. So you're immediately seen as being dishonest and and it leaves people bewildered, confused. Yeah. Yep. And they don't know what to believe because yep. they're being fed, they're being fed a lie. Yeah. Mm. And I think, you know, like the the 
the furthest point of that becomes people who are um you know they're they're told they're like you know they're too negative or they're never bringing things to the table and i really liked um i think it was it was maybe microsoft maybe apple someone like that in the early days there was a story that i i overheard and i can't remember where i heard it so i apologize but essentially it was a group of employees who would always be quite quite negative about a message coming out from the organization. Um, and I think that toxic positivity is probably what led to this happening, right? Mm. But instead of, you know, saying those people are negative or they are, uh, you know, they're not team players or they're, you know, they're not, their foot not focused on solutions or whatever those things that we hear people saying about that, this leader said, those are my canaries in the coal mine. And so instead of seeing those as negative people who didn't help with this positive message that they wanted, they became the people who spotted things early for you. And I really, you know, as someone who is a student of positive psychology and a student of positive leadership and someone who's passionate about that type of leadership and the benefits that it has, it's so critical that we nip this kind of behavior in the bud, I think, and start to see these people as our canaries in the coal yeah. mine, yeah. you know, and sometimes people are overly negative. That is a different problem. All you know, <laughs> toxic negativity is a thing too. Right. Yeah. But I guess what I have experienced and what I have seen is when you start having this happy clappy and there's, yeah, like I said, there's almost this other subversive side to it, which is, only focusing on positive things, as you described, in a room full of people who have got real challenges. Yeah. And then you lose the psychological safety in that group, in that team, in that organization, whatever. <clears throat> it's gone. Mm. Because like you explained, you as a leader have lost credibility because you haven't acknowledged that you see what they see. Yeah. So you're it's and it's pretend all of that is pretend, isn't it? And people know that they're really they're It's really easy to spot that. Um, it's things like uh, <laughs> I heard someone get uh, and I'll put positive feedback in quotes for, you know, smart, intelligent people. Uh, someone got positive feedback for um, uh, filling in a slide. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? seriously. Oh, no. <laughs> so this is a problem because, because people do, you know, and I think we, we've talked about this in our positive feedback, you know, it has to be mm. real, it has yeah. to be meaningful. It should be specific, but also adults at work are not toddlers. <laughs> That's like saying, well done, you wrote on the lines. <laughs> so I think we need to move away from platitudes when it's clearly yeah. a platitude yeah and, absolutely and be sincere with mm. a positive remark because that then is going to be truly appreciated and it makes you feel good but you don't yeah. want to be seen as somebody who always says everything's so marvelous all the time because after a while people stop listening to you because they know that's all you're ever going to say oh, it's just marvelous it's marvelous it's marvelous when it's very clear to everybody it's not always yeah. marvelous and if everything is marvelous <clears throat> then nothing is 
Exactly. How can you get better then? It's always marvelous. <laughs> and I, you know, and I am someone who genuinely, I love this story. My grandmother, um, you know, who was a, a, a war bride and, you know, long, long story, but a lot of my, I guess my positive mentality came from her and she had a very tumultuous relationship with my, with my grandfather um, because they were post-World War II, obviously had post-traumatic stress disorder. You could see that now nowadays, people would know that obviously they didn't, they got told to just, you know, come home from war and go back to work and have big families and, you know, all sorts of things. So long story, but I, at the end of her life, I remember her, you know, telling me stories and she said, I, there were a lot of bad things that happened between me and your grandfather. Um, and I could think about those, but mm. I choose to focus on the positive. And so it's those, it, and that it seems like such a slight distinction, right? But that idea that you just say, I know bad things are happening, but I'm choosing to focus here. And I, and I have that, and I have had to learn because I have always chosen to focus on the positive, but I have had feedback that everything is not marvelous all the time. And that's all people hear from me. And so I've had to really work on as someone who I think my happy or positive set point is quite high to begin with. Mm -hmm. I have had to learn to make sure I call out that I, I see those things. I know they're there and I'll do what it takes as a leader to fix those things, but I'm choosing to put my attention on the positive. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, well, a question to our listeners for anyone who goes, oh, sure you do. Is that enough, you know, for, for people who are potentially more positively focused? Because I never want to be seen to be toxically positive. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's interesting you say that, Sarah, because I remember there was one presentation I delivered and at the end, the organiser came up to me and said, oh, Jenny, you're always so positive in your presentations. And my little antennae immediately came up and he said, mm. I expect you've always been a really positive person. And I'm thinking, you have no idea who I am mm. and no I am not yeah. always a positive person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I deal with things that have definitely been anything but positive a lot. I mean, that's that's life. Mm. However, yeah. it's it's that the distinction is making the choice when things are bad to look for the positives. And I think that's different from toxic positivity yes. where you're in denial that there's anything yeah. other yes. than yes. positives. Yeah. yeah. Those are the, and it's and it is a subtle distinction, isn't it? Because yeah. I can yeah. understand yeah. how if someone only hears that mm -hmm. side of the story, or mm -hmm. that so 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 as leaders who want to practice positive leadership or positive messages, you know, we have to be careful. And I think the other thing we need to be mindful of, especially if we're in a position of leadership. Um, yes, you want to show your appreciation and recognition of great work when appropriate, being meaningful and specific, as you've already mm. said. Mm -hmm. um, but we also need to have the capacity to call things out when they're not so great. I mean, it's, we're not dealing, like we've said before, with school children who need to get a certificate just for showing up to work. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
sometimes people don't actually deliver on what they've been asked to do. And as a leader, to be able to have that conversation with somebody without bringing them down and sort of making them depressed, but also not giving them false hope and saying, well, it wasn't too bad when it actually was terrible or something. It's about being genuine and and doing it in a a thoughtful and respectful way, but still putting the message across that maybe the work that you delivered this time around really wasn't your best and there's room for improvement. That is essential because how else can you as an individual get better, improve and grow either personally or professionally. We have to have that candor. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also the, you know, if you think back to the leaders or the people who you really admired and who who were really there for you, coached you, etc., they weren't people who just told you you were great, right? They were the people who called you out on stuff that you already know. Yes. Right? And they said it. So you knew you could trust them. Because actually, if they only see positive things, if we as leaders only see positive things, um, or only focus on them, then that becomes less meaningful to people. Because they want you to see all of them. Yes. And I think it's how many times do we come back to wholeness, right? Wholeness of self, wholeness of thought, uh, you know, bringing your whole self to work, all these things. And Mm -hmm. if someone only sees the positive sides of us, then that is toxic positivity. And and I don't know about you, Jenny, but I stop believing them when they say nice things because I think... <laughs> well, they're, well, they're allowed to say some nice things. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. They, they sh- not that they should stop doing that, but if they only tell you nice things yes. uh, yeah, and do- they only say the platitudes... Uh, you know. <laughs> Jenny, thanks for showing up today. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. It's so wonderful to have you here, Sarah. I would never be able to do this without you. And, you know, which is yeah. 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 I think, I think um, we need to be mindful that we have to be careful not to fall into toxic positivity Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes, especially if you're with other people who you feel need a little bit of elevation in mood maybe you know everybody's being a bit flat and a lot of people have been feeling flat recently because they're so tired overwhelmed overworked etc etc so people are coming in saying oh come on and we can do this and it's all going to be okay yeah step step to it and you think maybe maybe not but I think we need to um look out for those signs when positivity is being overdone a little bit and like you say, have other people call us out for yeah. uh, for doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's okay to be kind, thoughtful, and mm. positive, but not too much. Um, and so I like that. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, how can we avoid toxic positivity? Oh, we were going in the same direction. That's oh, why we got excited together. Because <laughs> I was, um, I was, you know, when I was doing the research for this, I found this kind of nice, um, this nice image. It's from girlloveskloss.com. And it's, 
you know, toxic positivity versus hope and validation, right? Because obviously positive leadership, if you've heard any of the rest of our podcasts, you'll know it is way better than negative leadership. We are not saying that this is not the, the focus, but again, it's balance, right? It's all about where we go. And there's things on this, on this image, which is um, you just have to be positive, right? That's toxic positivity versus it feels really hard to be positive in a situation like this. So this acknowledgement, this validation of, you know, this is a really hard time and it's, it's hard to be positive about things like that. Um, acknowledging that it's really normal to feel whatever the, the negative emotions you're feeling. Um, it's hard, you know, again, just kind of acknowledging it and then saying, what's that first step? Or like my grandmother said, there are, this is the reality of the situation. Climbing a mountain, it's really hard. Yes. <laughs> right? But sometimes what you need to do to climb that mountain is acknowledge what I'm doing is hard and put one foot in front of the other and focus on the summit, right? We we had that wonderful conversation with Anya Blacha and I think uh, I'm hoping that she would agree with that as a when we uh, when we allow ourselves to have that emo- that negative emotion, when we acknowledge those negative feelings, be they stress, be they um, anger or et cetera, when we try to keep them down, that's when they kind of fester and growl and blow up, right? Whereas if we just allow ourselves to have them and just sit with them and go, yeah, this is, I'm climbing a mountain. It's really hard. <laughs> and I want to get to the top. And I guess for me, that's that hope and the hope and validation being the opposite to toxic positivity. Um, how about you, Jenny? I think that's that's what you've said is is exactly mm. what I would suggest. It's about acknowledging the emotion that you're experiencing right now, and and ask yourself why mm. am I feeling this way? And if if you're feeling positive and happy, what what circumstances or events have led yeah. you to feel that that? If you're feeling a bit flat or unhappy or frustrated or something, then, okay, that's a different set of data. But that's still telling you something really important. And you can challenge why you're thinking or feeling that way too. And then if it's something outside your control, then it's very hard to change that situation. But if it's something that's within your control, that's the point of difference where you can start to look for, well, I'm feeling Mm -hmm. a bit down because, like you said, I'm climbing this mountain and I'm not fit enough. I didn't do all the training that I said I was going to do. I've got a blister on my heel or I'm hungry or it's it's cold. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm too cold. I didn't bring enough Band-Aids. And, and my, my dehydrated dinner is disgusting. <laughs> so all these things <laughs> make us feel a bit meh. But then it, 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 by, by pausing to think yeah. about, well, yes, okay, you have got these things to deal with, but then you're like enabling yourself yeah. to look at the bigger picture, which is what, what are you yeah. trying to achieve yeah. here? What's your goal? And if we then sort of focus on that, um, then, then we can sort mm. of look for alternative ways to think about the situation without dismissing how we were feeling just then I love I and that's exactly how it is it's and I think there's a there does seem to be a focus towards labeling our emotions they're good or they're bad right 
which is different to negative and positive, right? Negative and positive are kind of energetic charges, if you will, and they both have energy attached to them. Both right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yes. But bad and good is a judgment. And so, yes, I like what you said about just noticing your emotions and trying to figure out why, you know, what are the pieces that are, are making you feel that way without judgment? And then there's also this thing for me that we've been taught, like, you can't feel negative emotions and positive emotions at the same time. It's like almost like they're black and white. And it's not like, for me, it's it's this idea that, yeah, I'm really annoyed and frustrated by what's happening in this project. And, oh, and I'm really excited about how that will feel when I get to the end, right? We can have those feelings simultaneously. And it's almost like we feel like we can't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, allow yourself to feel like that. And then if you find yourself going on... Um, uh, what uh what my friend uh sophie brian well she sophie was on the podcast actually you all met her uh describes as a uh as a shitty shopping spree <laughs> if you find yourself going on this spiral of negativity right sometimes it's okay to get you know fine just go and do it let your chimp brain out kind of go <gasps> and then pause and go okay and and then find out what comes up for you um but if you feel yourself going all the way down that that might be allow that to be like a little a little switch in your brain that goes huh maybe maybe I'm in in uh, that fixed mindset I can only be negative right now and (laughs) allow yourself to to have some duality (laughs) yeah I think the main thing is just to remember we're human. We have a whole wardrobe of emotions available to us and trying to sort of stay in what we perceive as the more positive Mm -hmm. emotions all the time is completely unrealistic and has been shown by various studies to actually make us more unhappy. So why would we go there and do that? Um, and I always say, you know, we need in order to experience true happiness, we need to be able to understand what it's like to deal with the less happy mm-hmm. emotions, what we might call perceive as a negative yeah. emotion, because it depends on the situation, what's most appropriate yeah. so that you can actually relate to um, the other person who might be you mm-hmm. know, experiencing mm-hmm. a really hard time through a broken relationship or something. You don't want to come out and say, well, there's plenty more fish in the sea. I mean, you know, they might slap you or say, you're not my friend anymore. Yeah, because that's... And I think think there maybe was a time when that was the kind of accepted answer to those things. Whereas... I feel yeah. like we sh- hopefully we are moving past that. I mean, you and I are having this conversation, which means hopefully this is a, a conversation which is happening all over the world. But that's an I yeah, I was I'm interested to see that it's not as fixed as I thought it had been. Like I, I thought we had moved out of this, but but maybe it needs a little bit more attention. <laughs> so we would love to hear from everybody, right? What what have you experienced? What did toxic positivity look like, feel like, do for you? And then the flip side, you know, 
how has real positivity uh, helped you, you know, in those challenging times? I'd love to hear both of those. I would too. And I think for me, it's distinguishing between too much fake Mm. positivity, which is the toxic Mm -hmm. side, and genuine encouragement. Because in order to be a great leader, it's all about enabling other people to shine. Mm. So encouragement for them to step up and, you know, do what they're truly capable of, to me, is what we're aiming to help people with, not not the fake stuff. Oh, yes, I'm going to hang a whole lot of gold medals around your neck just for, for mm. turning up. So, yeah, I would love to hear from anybody what their experiences would be. And uh, we're going to leave you now and look forward to your company for another session of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We'll see you then. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do. Thank you.